0: And welcome to this week's edition of the Wasatch Weekly on wasatch.soccer. I'm this week's host, Miles Dunn. Excited to be back for another season of Major League Soccer and another season of Real Salt Lake. Uh, Today is March 6th, uh, the day of this recording. And we're going to give you a quick, hopefully 10 to 15 minute rundown of this last weekend's action and what you can look forward to coming up this weekend So let's dig right in. As you probably know, Real Salt Lake headed to Seattle this weekend to take on the current reigning CONCACAF uh, Champions League champions, the Seattle Sounders. My main takeaway from this match is that Seattle is a very, very good team. It's easy to criticize Real Salt Lake. It's easy to say, well, we should have done this better. The tactics were wrong. The... The starting lineup was wrong. Substitution patterns could have been better. You're going to be able to find a lot of things to point the finger at. But we need to give Seattle its proper due. They played a phenomenal match. Some of the best soccer I've seen from Seattle in a very long time. And that's saying a lot, considering that they recently won the CONCACAF Champions League last year and just played in the FIFA World Club World Cup. So... Uh, Flowers to them for a great match. Unfortunately, they had it against Real Salt Lake. Uh, Did they have it against us because we're just not up to par? Or did they just happen to be clicking and they would have done that to any team? Hard to say. Uh, But let's kind of break down the match, uh, what I liked, what I disliked, and we'll go from there. I think the first thing, I want to read a quote from head coach Brian Schmetzer of the Seattle Sounders after the match. He said, quote, that was some of the best soccer that the Seattle Sounders have played in a very long time. It reminds me a little bit of some of the stuff that Obafemi Martins and Clint Dempsey used to do. Some of that stuff that you would see and it was entertaining, close quote. So, you know, we're talking about a match where Seattle was truly firing on all cylinders. Real Salt Lake was in their second match of the season, only second competitive match compared to Seattle who had been training and Played a competitive match in the Club World Cup. And it was our second week in a row on the road. So I'm going to give Real Salt Lake a pass on this one. Um, losing 2-0 in Seattle. While it's never the result that we want. I think it's a fairly predictable result. And I think it's actually... Uh, I, might, I might get uh, blasted for this. I, I actually think it could have been a lot worse. So all things considered not a bad result. And, you know, I say that with quotations because we got zero points. Anytime you get zero points, that's a bad result. But hopefully you understand what I'm trying to convey in the nuance here of, uh, we didn't lose four to zero or five to zero or whatever, uh, whatever score they put up on Colorado last week. So, um, it is what it is. We're moving on. Um, a couple things from that match, Real Salt Lake was only able to muster five total shots, only two of which were on target. Definitely not clicking on all cylinders cylinders offensively yet. We we did get to see Gomez for a decent amount of stretch in the second half. He showed some signs of his potential and his caliber. Um, Really liked how he combined with Diego Luna uh, when they both came on. And really liked how he was able to take some players on. He was quick. He was good with the ball. Almost created a really good shot for himself. For only his second match and uh, both matches being limited minutes in the second half, I I liked what I saw. Um, And we'll dive more into player performance here in a minute. In terms of passing network and passing breakdown, I think where Al Salt Lake struggled the most in this match apart from maintaining any sort of possession, which RSL barely finished at 40% possession, but there were stretches where we were well below 40%. Um, Possession was a big problem. The other big problem was connecting passes in the attacking half. We finished with only a 67% pass completion in the attacking half compared to Seattle's 80%. So, you know, even in the... Even in the final third, um, it was only 73%. So the in the entire attacking half, only 67%. In the final third, only 73%. Pretty, pretty hard to create meaningful chances. Pretty hard to uh, compete on the road against a high-caliber team when you can't complete passes in the attacking half and you can't maintain possession. And I think those two go hand-in-hand. In, hand. Uh, in fact, there were only... Uh, six five-minute intervals of the entire match where Real Salt Lake had more possession than than Seattle. That was the first 10 minutes, the first five minutes of the second half, a five-minute interval in the middle of the second half, and then the last 10 minutes of the match. So the first 10 minutes of the match, RSL dominated possession, and the last 10 minutes of the match, RSL dominated possession, and everything in between was all Seattle. Um, Seattle was able to put up 19 shots, eight shots on goal. Uh, They completed 594 passes. They were only six passes shy of 600. They were just moving that ball at will where they wanted. Um, I'm jealous. Like I am jealous. They played a great match. RSL's expected goal... The, the XG, not to be confused with the X-Dog, was only 0.4. We didn't even muster uh, half a goal expected goal compared to Seattle's 2.6. So lots to work on as we come home to our first match in Utah, the home opener, which is this Saturday at 7.30 p.m. against Austin FC, another great team. It's going to be no easy weeks this year. You've got to be ready to go every week. We do get Austin at home in the cold, probably some snow. Um, I I expect RSL to bounce back, and I expect them to win this week at home. There's a lot going on before the match with the different supporters groups, the uh, march to the match, the homebrew. So pay attention to Twitter, pay attention to Facebook. A lot going on if you want to get involved. Um, really quick, just talking player ratings for um, the Seattle match, Zach McMath, he was kind of fire and ice for me. I mean, overall, he you probably have to say he had a pretty good night, probably the best night of any one RSL player, but he also just gave the ball over, and his passing percentage was so bad. Um, as Matt Montgomery mentioned uh in some of our conversations, and as Samuel Clark posted on the Wasatch.Soccer Player Ratings article, um, McMath was only accurate on 22% of his long passes. Uh, he did make two isolated saves against Heber, the Brazilian attacker. Kept this game from becoming 3-0, 4-0, maybe 5-0. So he's our man of the match, um, along with uh, Justin Glad. I think those two probably had the best nights of any players. Um, not perfect nights by any means, but good nights. Um, I think in terms of players that really struggled, Scott Caldwell, to me, kind of disappeared for long stretches of the match. Jefferson Saverino as well really struggled to uh, connect with the midfield and get the ball in dangerous places. I don't think that's his fault. Obviously, he is probably our best player on the roster. But it just didn't come off uh, the way we would have hoped. Um, and then Diego Luna, we rated him at a 6.75 player rating. And the reason I just make mention of him is because he's somebody that I want to see more of in a game where uh, Ruiz is not available and Lawlson's not available. I personally would have liked to have seen Diego Luna in that attacking midfield spot that Krylak currently kind of uh, occupies. And I would have liked to have seen Crylock and um, okay the in the deeper set midfield positions. That's just me personally. I'm not at practice. I don't see how things are going. But I, I think that was a combination midfield that would have been nice to see. So after the result, uh, Seattle currently sits in first place in the West. Like I said, great team. They've got six points. They have a six-goal goal differential. They have allowed zero goals. They have netted six. Um, And then you have St. Louis in second also sitting on six points, which is nothing short of a miracle for an expansion club. And uh, so those two are one and two, first and second, tied on points. Seattle with the lead on goal differential. And then you basically have this giant cluster, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, and ninth places, all on three points. So it just comes down to goal differential. And in this case... Uh, Salt Lake has the lowest goal differential at minus one. So we currently sit in ninth place, even though we're tied on points with LAFC, who sits in third place. So early in the season, there's going to be a lot of congestion in the standings, but that's just a quick rundown of where we stand. If we can pick, six point, pick up six points this weekend, uh, we should be sitting very pretty somewhere between, uh, you know, probably second to fourth place would be my guess. Um, That's pretty much everything. Uh, Looking forward to Austin. They have some great players. One to watch is uh, Driussi. I believe his first name is Sebastian. I should probably check that. Yes, Sebastian Driussi. He's an Argentine soccer player for Austin FC. Plays in the midfield as an attacking midfielder. He was an MLS All-Star last season. Um, Very dangerous Definitely someone to watch. Marcelo Silva and Justin Glad will have their hands full with him. But this is a winnable game for RSL. We saw Austin drop three points to St. Louis, the expansion club, at home in Austin, Texas, in St. Louis's first ever MLS match. So Austin is beatable, especially with Austin being on the road. Um, to come away with anything less than one point is a giant tragedy. But even to come away with a draw for RSL, I think you've got to be disappointed with that. We've got to go for all three points. Um, We're averaging one and a half points on the road, which is a good place to be. If we can average two and a half points at home through the duration of the season, we should have no problem finishing in the upper echelon of the West and uh, booking a ticket to host a home playoff series. So that's everything for this week. Hope you all enjoyed the RSL match. Hope you all enjoy this pod. If you want to DM me or tweet at me and tell me how we can make it better, you can find me at Lord, L-O-R-D, Dunn, D-U-N-N, on Twitter. Um, Lord is my middle name. Nothing else to see there. Thanks, everyone. Have a great week.